So every, I, okay. Hello. Welcome to. <laughs> Wait, that was so stiff. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hi. I'm Michelle. I'm Rose. And this is Lewd Literature, Literature. where we talk about our favorite romance, fantasy, smut, smut <laughs> porn in words. Wordographic porn. It's very wordographic. That's a good word. Thank you. I just made it up right now. Love that. Thanks. So today we are talking about our all-time favorite, like the god tier of smut books. This book changed my life. For the better. For the better. Absolutely. So we are talking about the one, the, the only, only, A Lady of, of Rook's Grave Manor by Catherine Moon. This is it. She's stunning. Oh my, she really is too. Like the love cover. I love the cover. And if you're not watching right now, you're also missing out on how freaking hot we look. That's true. We did match. Well, we did inspired looks um, of A Lady of Rook's Grave Manor's kind of cover. Um, your hair. Did iconic. You? Your iconic. Hair, iconic. I dyed it today. Your outfit iconic i cannot breathe uh, <laughs> that's the only way i might pass out by the end of the episode that's but it's right. fine that's all right Oops. it doesn't matter so i think you have a question for the audience um i do are you turned on right now are you turned on are you turned on i'm turned on are I'm, you turned on i'm turned on are you turned on <laughs> i'm so are turned, turned on, on? <laughs> All right, I think everyone is turned on, ready and revving. We're ready to go. It's turned on. We're all um, on. Since I can't move, can you actually hand me the book so I, I can, can read the back? I can't. Also, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Wee, 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 wee. We <laughs> will be talking about this book in depth. If you have not read this book and you don't want any spoilers, I would suggest getting over to Amazon and buying the book and reading it and then coming back and discussing. If you Absolutely. don't mind the spoiler, stick around because also we had to do a terrible job of explaining. Yes, <laughs> we are all over the so place. So you're not even like, <laughs> you're going to read the book and be like, what the hell are these girls talking about? <laughs> I think the best part about this book too is that we can talk all we want about it. Yeah. But until they read it, they're not going to experience the same yeah. love for these characters. Yeah. The yeah. love we have for this book is iconic. It's insane. Like the characters are, although short, written so well. There's just so much love in this book. The characters are tall, by the way. What do tall? You yeah. We love a tall king. You said the characters are short. Okay. I meant like the story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks... No. I no, mean, it's, it's a small a, book. It, it, yeah. And it's a quick read. I think yeah. we finished it in about a week. Yeah. No? yeah, yeah. I think less than a week, honestly. It's yeah. probably like three days. I really tried to slow down because I was like obsessed. Yeah, me too. Um, I had something I was gonna say. My brain went. Boop. Nope. That's you don't need right. to say Are that you shit. You gonna read the back of the book for us? I am. Um, <laughs> we're gonna try and not struggle. <clears throat> My mouth suddenly became so dry. Can you say something so I can take a drink? Also, trigger warning: mm. this book does mention, um, some. Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Were you scared say, to say it? No, I was like thinking like of a way to like sexual like aggression. Is there like a different way to say it? Was, it was mm, well, yeah, no. I it guess. was assault. Like yeah. it didn't. I mean, it's uh, it's. It doesn't go into any graphics about it or anything like that. It was attempted sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But um, luckily, she gets yeah, so saved. Warning. Also, yeah. look up any other trigger warnings because I tried. I didn't see. Assault, right? Yeah, yeah. I did try and look up trigger warnings, but I didn't see any. I actually didn't see any. I just knew that that would be one. But this book is also a reverse haram, so that means um, yes, lady. Lots of penis. <laughs> I actually did not even know what a haram was until I looked up what the tropes for this book were, yeah. um, which are paranormal and the reverse harem. Um, so typically a, a harem is one man, three or more women, yeah. and a reverse harem is one girl, three or more men. And in this book, we get five men. Yeah, we do. And we love all of them. And all different kinds of penis, which, by the way, it is a monster... Uh, what is it monster smut book we yeah that. yeah so if you're like trying to dip your toes into like more i don't think this is a toe dipper i think this is a I full fledged I watched a video of someone literally saying that this was like oh if you want to get into it like dip your toes into it hmm. like the rook's grave is good maybe because it's like the monsters think... aren't like because oh the girl explain it okay i'm sorry i totally don't even know who i'm talking about but shout out to you girl um <laughs> because the monsters aren't that like out there but she does witness monsters that are more kind of out there in like the kind of monsters like world right yes so we have like you know kind of the typical monsters that you would say i think only really two Eamon and booker probably the only ones that are kind of like a little bit yeah yeah those are two monsters that i was like i have never i mean um what is he called again uh, a golem. I know what a golem is, but she described it better. But yes, he is a weird one. And Just I mean, like even Mr. You know? Tanner, like, yeah, we know that type of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, but I think we're describing them too much before we actually start All describing them. All right, let's them. read the back of the book. All right. <clears throat> On the brink of losing her. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, your clap made me laugh. Oh, sorry. I'll just Uh shut the fuck up then. Yeah, how about you just don't move? (laughs) Don't even fucking blink. Vape and shut the hell up. Oh my God. Uh, I'm sorry, the trope for this this podcast. What is it? Degregation kink? Is that the right word? How dare you? Degrading. Degrading. Degregation and segregation. You're degrading me. Don't kink shame me. Don't kink me. Shame me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like, crying. I'm, I'm blushing a little bit. I'm like, embarrassed. <laughs> okay, read. I'm mm. blushing because I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, of course, that's a lot. On the brink of losing her position as a maid and with no prospects to go on, the offer of a place at Rooksgrave Manor, a house of ill and unusual repute, sounds like a perfect fit for a young woman with Esther's inclinations. Even better, the invitation comes by the hand of the handsome Dr. Underwood, a delicate gentleman with a ferocious alter ego who knows exactly what he wants from Esther. Upon arrival, the men and the daily decadence of the manor feel too good to be true for a girl of Esther's... Staden? 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 Let me see. Where are you? The second paragraph. Stadion? No, it's... um. Stadion? I know this word. 
<laughs> this is why I like reading on my Kindle because you can highlight and I'll tell you what the words mean. Um, isn't it a station? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to skip it. Give me the book. <laughs> Just say of her um, uh, vibe. <laughs> for a true for a girl of esther's vibe <laughs> there are rules to be followed expectations to meet and esther is afraid she might be too wicked even for a place like rook's grave temptations lurk around every shadowy corner and esther has never been a girl able to resist but the risk of disappointing her new gentleman isn't all that's threatening esther's new position rook's grave manners protections for its unusual patrons are failing and the wards are crumbling and esther's new and exquisitely pleasurable life may all come tumbling down gasp gasp <laughs> all right so now it's time to get into it now we can talk about our luxurious men that we love so I love dearly them all. i think about this book every day so as you had said um I guess you are correct. There are some monsters that are a little bit out there, but then there are some that are like, everyone knows these monsters. Just more typical. So let's get introduced to our gentleman. Well, first of all, we have Esther, who's the main character. She oh, is yeah. the female. Right. <laughs> we don't fucking care about her. <laughs> no, we love her. We love her. She is like the hoiest of hoes. She like, is a like, like, I do love her sex drive. She, yeah. She, she knows what loves she wants the dick yes the only thing that i couldn't understand was girl you don't ever want to break no but you ain't sore right no, the big dick no she was wet like two four seven yeah girl well, needed no was. help it never said oh. i'm assuming she's in like early 20s mid 20s she was like 21 i don't think it ever said but maybe it did mm. i'm gonna guess 21 sounds about right yeah she's like i just want to fuck that's it <laughs> i was ready down bad every oh yes moment of every day she woke up down bad yeah she went to bed down so. bad <laughs> i'm sorry so our monsters who do you want to start with well we'll start with our first one who she meets first in, in the first, first page chapter. the first chapter she'd be fucking oh yeah well no oh yes sorry <laughs> we, i did we this did the last time. time we talked about the book too um anyway we've never talked about this book <laughs> this is not our second time recording it i don't know what the fuck you mean um all right <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry okay our first monster or monsters gentlemen gentlemen um, not monsters they just want to be loved they do and they spend a lot of money to get loved <laughs> we have <laughs> dr underwood slash mr tanner um, he has two people because he is a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of guy. Like the Hulk situation. Yes. Where when he gets horny, a beast takes over. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we have my personal favorite, Ezra, our invisible man. We love. Um, yeah, he's not necessarily like a monster. He is a human. Who is cursed. Who is cursed to be invisible and that plays out real well throughout the story not only yes. sexually but with the very little plot that is there <laughs> yes <laughs> he's very important yes he is he is though i yeah i, I never even thought like, about it he has so much for her soul. yeah <laughs> and then we have amen who is our sphinx um 
I guess that's the best way to. I think that's what I he don't calls know himself. Yeah, he's like some, he's like a cat slash lion slash human. Right, he has wings, but he kind of has like a lion's mane, a lion's chest, cat paws, and a lion tail. Yeah. I guess lion paws. (laughs) Now that, that's an interesting penis. We love a tail. We'll get into that later. Yes. (laughs) He also has a hook. That's what I was going to say later. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't say where the hook was. Oh, yes. He has a hook. Very inconspicuous. And then um, we have our sweet and loving Booker. Yeah. Just our man with no brain. No. Um, No brain, just penis. No thoughts. But he's really nice. Like, like that's how I want a man to shut the fuck up. Wait on me. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) He's basically a butler. So he like dresses her, he cleans her, and he shuts the hell up. A little bit of like a security guard. Yeah. Limited words. Yes. Very much like penis want (laughs) Esther. Esther friends. Esther lover. (laughs) And she's like, we're more than friends. She like chats with him too. Oh yeah. She loves him. Like First, love him. first time she lays eyes on him, she's like, that's mine. <laughs> and he had never been able to, he's never had sex before. No. That's our virgin in the story. <gasps> You're I just right. We do we have a virgin. A virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and Booker is a golem slash marble man. Um, he was made of marble by another character in the book that we'll we get into. Talk about, yeah. yeah. And then we have August, the vampire, who I like to call August. Um, but for the August. sake, yeah, <laughs> for the sake August. of this podcast and our agreement, we'll just go with August because, yeah. you know, it's spelt, in case anyone's fucking wondering, A-U-G-U-S-T-E. So if you know how to properly pronounce that, you can give a shit for it, but it's too late. We've already recorded the podcast by the time you're listening to you it. You should get like Siri to say it. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm still going to say it wrong. <laughs> I know, same. But continue, who are uh, some other main characters in there? Or no, t- explain how the story starts. Oh, okay. So the um, story starts with kind of like a prelude. It's not chapter one. It's a before chapter one, um, where our very horny main character, Esther, is working as a maid in these rich people's house. And uh, Wait, sorry. It's A-U-G-U-S-T. A-U-G-U-S-T. Oh. Sponsored. <laughs> Oogoost. So it is a goose. It is a goose. Hold on, wait. I love being right. Because it's French. He's French. Yes. Oogoost. That's why he said it like that. A goose. Well, sorry, I'm just fucking stupid. Then. Um, I have a French background. Do I speak a lick of it? No. <laughs> but she's got the knack for for an accent. He's really cute too. What does he always say to her? Oh, shit. What does he say to her? We'll find out. I want to suck Wait, your blood. Like, you, you, keep <laughs> you, you keep talking about your... The, he you, says bend over a job. lot. <laughs> okay, That's so um, Esther's a maid. Um, she's worked for a bunch of different houses. She often gets kicked out because she gets too horny and she'll fuck some of the other people who work there then she gets kicked out and she has a bad reputation for it so she's working for this family and um she hears the lady of the house 
moaning and uh, she wants to know what's going on. So she crawls on over. She's listening through the door and she starts playing with herself a little bit just out in the open. And uh, we hear Dr. Underwood in the room with a buzzing device, which captivates Esther's attention. She's like, hmm, what does that buzzing sound? Turns her on more because now she's curious. And next thing she knows, she's listening to the lady moan and whatever. And then the doctor opens the door and sees Esther, you know, touching herself in the the hallway. And he's like, oh, he gets all like blushy and he's like, we need some water in here. And Esther's like, oh my God, of course, I'm so sorry. She stands up and runs away, but she thinks she sees a hint of a smile. Oh, we got a rave going on. Uh, 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 uh. It's off. <laughs> Did it die? I think like it actually died up. <gasps> oh like it's dead? Yeah, Rest in peace? Like rip? Like, like <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, no. Is it okay? Can you see me alright? That wasn't for you, it was for her. Oh, can you see me alright? <gasps> That's so wow. That is okay. so mean. I um, mon What's her name? C O E U R. Oh, Moncher. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to read French. Moncher. Moncher. Okay, I love you. I think Moncher. I don't know. Like my, <laughs> my sweet or something. Oh, it's probably my sweet. I think it is. That makes most sense. Definitely. Anyway. Um, so yeah, do- and then she like turns around and she's like running to get them water and she's like, oh, he's smiling. And then we get into chapter one, where, lo and behold, the people lose all their money. <laughs> the people she's working for lose all oh their my money. God, I was like, what are you talking about? And they fire her and yeah. all, all the help because yeah. they lost yeah. all their money. And then um, she ends up obviously seeing the doctor at the house because he works for the lady of the house. He invites her over to his place. He says, I have a proposition for you. And I think you would fit the position perfectly. And Esther goes, hold up. What was the buzzing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were going to be like, say no more (laughs) (laughs) well she said what's the buzzing he said i'd like to show you and then she says say no more (laughs) more. give me the addy drop a pin oh yeah (laughs) um yeah and then we move into our first sex scene which is honestly a really good one like she really starts it off with a bang you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) but she also with a buzz that's when she but like she has sex with Mr. Tanner, like he transforms into Mr. Tanner that first time. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first, first time we glance into like the monster realm exactly. of where this book is taking place, which is really exciting because it it seems kind of normal and like hypersexual for sure. Um, until she shows up at Doctor Tanner's uh, or Doctor Underwood's. Oh. Oopsies, she shows up at Doctor Underwood's and um, he shows her the buzzing device. <laughs> Boy, does he show her the buzzing device. This story is kind of based back back. Yeah, like in the olden times. Yeah, so he's kind of like the inventor of the vibrator, I guess. I didn't even think of it like that. That's what I'm assuming, right? Yeah, so basically the machine is a giant old tiny It's like a metal rod with a ball at the end. Yeah, and he'd be like bzzz on her. Yes, and he, like, faced her away from her, like, reverse cowgirl style, and then she noticed that while she was bouncing on it, 
that his pants started to rip and his shadow started to grow. (laughs) (laughs) As you're talking about the penis, the leg just comes back on. (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Um, um, yeah, so he, and then he doesn't like to be seen. mm -hmm. He's a little insecure about his monster form. Mm -hmm. And I think you explained it to me a little while ago. (laughs) about um that you think he's kind of like um like an ogre oh right we were talking about how we pictured him in our minds because like he we know he's hairy yeah and we so i'm picturing him kind of like an under the bridge type ogre like a beastie underbite like teeth kind of raggedy weird hair and places kind of dude yeah you know and I pictured him as like a giant version of the hormone monster. Yeah. In a big mouth. Yeah, but I don't That's like see exactly that. Exactly how I pictured him, but like big. Yeah, like beefy. Like big. big <laughs> yeah. No, I totally picture a, a troll. Dick. <laughs> and that's that was the fun part. Okay, so oh, when yeah. she's when she's bouncing on that dick, she, she that. One-legged pony. Is that how you say it? Is that it? Yeah. She she not only saw his shadow transform, but she was like, holy shit, he is growing inside me. Could you imagine? I can, and I did. (laughs) I, uh, I... (laughs) Yeah, same. Every every page, I was like, that, mm mm-hmm, that's stored in the bank. I had to charge my vibrator like eight times to get through this. There was one point where I just had all of mine charging at the same time, just in case. I was like, backup on a backup on a backup on a backup. You know, this book, honestly, like, like, you know, a warning, like this book gets you going. It does. So this is my, okay, I'm just going to go off really quick on a little Go. Rant, okay. Go, little rock star. <laughs> Something that bothers me. Is when dudes, no offense, dudes get together and they kiki in about their fucking bitches, right? Mm. And they're like, my girl doesn't ever want to have sex anymore. Mm. She never does want to bang me. This bitch, right? And they're like <laughs> going off, talking shit. Like, you just expose yourself for not buying enough smut books yeah. for your girl. That's yeah. literally, it would, it would cure all of that issue it would like what is it low libido bro it would (laughs) cure it i have never in my life been hornier than reading smut books like it is awoken a new side of myself that i didn't even know existed like yes feminism out the window sometimes but feminism also in the window because i've never felt more empowered yeah because you know like it's not like i've ever watched porn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know why <laughs> don't watch it act in it. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> okay but you know when you're watching it and you're kind of just like she doesn't even look like she's having fun like she looks bored yes and she looks like she's there for the paycheck and she just wants to go home and eat a pizza and i relate to that like if i was in her position i'd be fucking bored too give me my paycheck and i want to go home yeah but when you're reading these books the main characters are having so much fun yeah and like you can tell the author is enjoying and writing like they it care about each other i think yes. that's the main thing that i think we kind of lost in men like... written by women 
That is so true. I say that I actually do not read any smut books written by men. No, why would well, I? Well, I haven't. Like, I haven't come across any. None have been suggested to me. Actually, yeah. We should we should look into that for an experiment. Yeah. We'll get back to that you. That sounds tough. That, that should be like a Patreon exclusive. Us <laughs> trying to figure out, like, <coughs> if male smut writers do as good of a job. Yeah, battle we'll of the couple. sexes. Literally. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for that in the future. Good idea. We completely forget because we have ADHD and it never happens. No, no, no. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> I, I'll hold on to it. I'll store it right in there. Okay. If you can store so well, what was the topic of conversation we were on? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Oh, we're filming a podcast. Oh, Get the fuck out of here. Oh, thank you. Did you see them? What? You saw the photos? Yeah. I love oh, yeah, them. Oh, yeah, Aren't they nice? He, he shot and edited them. Oh, thank you. We You're love so them. sweet. Thank you. We love you. Our first Dripping. fan. <laughs> our first fan. Sign up to our Patreon. <laughs> we'll sign a book for you. <laughs> That's so cute. That's Alex Weber. I assumed. <laughs> it's just one of his random friends. I am dripping for your photos. <laughs> I. No, no, no. Where are we good? Yeah, no, we're good. Okay. Just make sure the door stays closed. Yeah. Okay. No, I think she'll be fine. She'll probably just text Sam if it's too loud. Okay, mom. Have fun. Oh, we're on. Did you say go? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, wait. Where, where were we? Okay. Um, it's okay because if it was meant to be, <laughs> if you love something, let it go. <laughs> okay, if it comes back. To, if it goes back. <laughs> if it goes back to you. <laughs> no, I'm saying the topic. If you love something, let it go. just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> Moving on. So, you know what? I get it. I get it. So we're moving on to when she gets. <laughs> oh my god, my voice. <clears throat> oh yeah, Michelle's losing her voice. Yeah. If you didn't notice how sexy I sounded, it's because I have not had. It's because she's going through puberty all week. <clears throat> no, I need sugar. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, are you a doctor? Yeah, how do you know? Your vocal cords or something? Are you Dr. Underwood? <laughs> so did I. <laughs> He's okay, like, anyways, anyways, moving forward. I'm not here to argue. <laughs> Let's move on to when she gets to the manor. Okay, I can't wait for Gus to edit this and be like, whoa, 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 what happened to this fucking topic? Okay, so um, we are just going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, Dr. Underwood, uh, dick scale on scale 1 to 10. You asking me? Yeah. Like how big it is? No, no, I'm asking like how or much how did like you... Okay, obviously a 10, but yeah, I'm asking perfect. like how enjoyable do you think on scale 1 to 10? His penis? Yeah. Dr. Underwood or Mr. Tanner? I, I'm going to say like both. Like obvious, because when you're like fucking together. one, you're fucking yeah, both. That's true. That's true. It's um, not like he ever just fucked his one or the other. Uh, I would say like an eight. 
I would say. He's got all the, all the machines. You're right. If it was just him, I would honestly say a seven just because of how sore he would be after. Unless that transition was a little bit slower. But are you going to say the same thing about Booker? Girl, you're fucking a rock at that point. <laughs> like, literally. Okay, but there's, like, frozen, like, glass dildos. I don't know why I, I said frozen. It's a frozen like, glass yeah. dildo. I've never used one, honestly. They kind of scare me. Me too. Okay, cool. So neither of us are fucking Booker. No, I would try. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't try. I'm not... <laughs> not open to this you know what i always thought about twilight his skin was so cold right yeah so so when she's fucking him is it like a little chilly in there i think so that must feel bomb probably i was just gonna say it's like the hot and cold condoms fire and ice i've never used those (gasps) i last time i used them was like forever ago i don't like condoms they gross me out wow Stay safe out there, my friends. <laughs> Wear a condom. I'm not condoning not using condoms. Stay yeah. safe. Oh, wait, did we just become like a safe sex podcast? <laughs> That's how fast you get chlamydia. That's why it's nicknamed the clap. Yeah. Did you why? know you can get pregnant on pre-cum? I did, actually. Did you know? Because now you know. <laughs> it's a lower chance. Anyways, this isn't science. We're talking about later. That's going to be like a whole side podcast. Yeah, don't even get me started on my science. I'm very excited. Okay, so. So after um, her encounter with Mr. Tanner, Dr. Underwood. Yeah. Mr. Underwood, Dr. Tanner, Tanner Wood, Underwood, (laughs) Mr. Um, (laughs) She uh, decides that absolutely, yes, if this is what the job is, I'm down. Like, yeah. If I get to fuck He's you like, all the time. He's like, oh, so you interested in fucking monsters? And she was like, well, I've never thought of it before. Hmm. And then she fucks him and his dick grows like three sizes. He's like the Grinch. <laughs> and his dick his grew dick three grew sizes. His dick sizes larger. <laughs> Anyways, um, she's like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So hop into a little carriage, right? Grab her, pack her little things and, you know, ride off into the sunset. And she shows up. At Rooksgrave Manor, which is where our book takes place mainly. They do travel around a little bit, but like, yeah, yeah, this is the main spot, right? Yeah. And that's where we meet Magdalena, I believe is how we say her name. Yes. So she is like kind of the matron of like the house. Like yeah. she is a witch. So she like puts like protection spells on it. And takes care of the girls and like hires them and pays and them. And she does like all the contracts with the um, yeah, other gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she sets up like Gentleman's matches. Right. I almost feel like after reading the book that we just read, <laughs> I almost feel like she has the soul, like she can read soul threads and she's probably matching via soul threads. Yes, that's Because we just read another, thing. we just read another book with a witch who matches soul threads. When it comes to monsters. Yes. So it kind of seems like she's matching them based on compatibility at least. And um, yeah. Yeah. So she's just like, she's queen. She runs that shit. She makes sure everyone's safe including the identities of the gentlemen. the gentlemen that come into the establishment. Because yep. basically, this mansion that they're living in is a brothel. It's not basically a brothel. It is a brothel. No, 100%. It, it's like a... Um, that's what people describe it. Like a they brothel did the mash. For like... They did the brothel mash. They did the mash. They monster mash, It right? was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. 
<laughs> it did the monster mesh. Uh, yeah. That was perfect. Thank you. I really like that. Um, so, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I think we're so ADHD in this podcast today. Okay, back on track. So, the plot of the story, honestly, <laughs> this hoe, right, gets to the mansion. And then Magdalena starts asking her, what? Why? What did I do? Why? I'm feeling attacked right now. <laughs> All right, well, while we let Rose get her fucking composure. I literally cannot handle my shit today. It's just the way that you went. So serious. Okay, the actual story, like actually, we're not making this up. <laughs> no, for real, this happened. This is actually Read the historical book. fiction. <laughs> I mean, nonfiction. Okay, <clears throat> gather ourselves. I'm so. I'm so sorry, Gus is so annoyed right now. I have to work tomorrow. I don't. <laughs> no correlation. So. Okay. 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 So then Magdalena matches her with two at first. Like Dr. Underwood wants to be like a part of it, but you know, he's busy inventing things and being all smart. Yes. So he is technically like her first like patron or like first like client, customer. I don't know. Client. Yeah. Yeah. Client. And, um, and he, um, is like, oh, I know a guy you would love him who is, how do we say it? Auguste, Auguste, who is Auguste, the vampire of the series. We love him. He's, he's French. So sweet. He's, he's three hundred years old. We love that. We old do. Man, young woman. <laughs> um, and he's actually her first visit, official visit, because hold on. Okay, so because he. The, her other match, so it was technically two matches right in the beginning, was um, Amen, right. the, or Amon, the um, Sphinx. Yeah. And he comes to her, she like is walking around, doing the whole like little walking around the little place, checking it out. And she like, you know, as one does, falls asleep on a bench outside, right? It was a nice sunny day, yeah, right by a pond. Down, you know, you're tired, you just take a little nap. Well, and Amon visits her in the dream, and she's like, "Oh my god! Like, who is this man? She's like, am I having a wet dream right now? Handsome, like he's calling me his star, like, which is so cute. And um, she thinks she'd be fucking him first, but then I think she talks to Megalina about it. Megalina's like, "Nah, you're seeing Auguste first. Oh no, no, no! She gets woken up by literally a character that has no relation to the story at all. It's like some random guy from like the town. He like wakes her up. No, that's the guy who was be fucking with Mary. That bitch. Yeah, but like I feel like that was so kind of it was kind of a I part think it of the storyline because she, I think she fucked them over in the end. To be honest." Agree to disagree. <laughs> You're disagreeing with me? I mean, I don't think he's important to the storyline. He just fucks some shit up here and there. Like, Mary's not even important to the storyline. Yeah, she is. She's just there to be a bitch. No, and remember, shame. like, didn't they all show up and they're like, monsters, porn house, when it like, was burning down? 
I guess. Know, and they were like, well, they were like trying the to steal stuff. I don't think they were trying to see they the monsters. Steal stuff. You're right. Yeah, they were just trying to steal stuff. She's literally just like out for the money. Anyway, so Esther is sleeping. She gets woken up by a townie. We'll just call him a townie. Yeah, I don't even a know his loser. name. Regular Big fat loser. Human penis. Ugh. Fuck out of here. What Fucking kind of, lame. What do you think you're doing on this? Not premise? welcome in this book. Anyways, regardless of how this bitch woke up. <laughs> right, it was right before she got to fuck Amon. Amon. Oh, in the dream, eh? But, yeah. Because yeah. she was like begging him. And then he was like, oh, we have an interruption. There's a lot of begging for a penis. In oh, this yeah. Like, she loves to beg. wants to be fucked. And like, it's, it's very, what? <laughs> <laughs> very well that degradation <laughs> but what is that what is that technically um what's that term when you're like begging i actually don't know what the term for begging is me neither it's not um degradation i think it's like um i can't remember but anyways, <laughs> i'm sure there's a name for it but we should we yeah, should catch up be, on all our kinks yeah she be um begging for the dick but i think i think the thing is that the boys like to tease her so she was so horny all the time that they had to like um give themselves a break yeah and they they had to like drag it out so instead of just like fucking her and getting it over with not to get it over with, but you know what I'm saying. Instead of just like fucking her right away, they kind of like toyed with her a bit. So she would be begging by the end, but they loved that. So who was your favorite character? <sighs> I, I'm i such a bitch for vampires. So obviously Auguste was very important to me, but like I, they each had something I loved. Yeah. Except Amon, like I, I didn't, I, care for Almond, didn't, I didn't care for him, but I did love what he did for the story. He had the most character development in yes. the story. I also didn't like care for Booker as much just because she like he was her plaything. But in terms of like chemistry and like like um oh, uh, Ezra was great with the dirty talk. Yeah. He had Oh, perfect. I wrote down what he um called her in the book. Oh, Ezra did you? called her called her um pusheen pusheen yeah. right yeah yeah i love it a little yeah kitty i flipped cat. up onto a page and it was like no screaming pusheen I'm yes like, oh, they be fucking you could open yeah. any page and they'd be fucking and they'll oops and they'll um be these sex scenes last chapters like two chapters one chapter three chapters there's one um like scene i'll say where they go to the theater and that's like five chapters oh, yeah. okay, so, of just ooh, sex ooh, 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 ooh what is your favorite scene um i would love to say um not my scene but one of my favorite themes of the book is how it's so when esther comes to the mansion um she has to sign a contract yeah so during that signing of the contract magdalena lets her know like any of the men you see any of the things you do, like everything is your choice. Mm-hmm. If if any of the men make you uncomfortable, you don't have to see them anymore. It's not like, oh, they like you sign your life to them or anything like that. Yeah. Like you can go on one date with them and decide you never want to see them again. It's yeah. completely her choice everywhere they go, everything they do. Like it's all consensual and it's all up to her. So 
I really liked that. And they made there, it a huge theme. It's a very theme. big, yeah, theme in the book. It's very, like, consensual, which is funny because of what happens with the sexual assault. That's kind of, like, how it makes the bad guy, like, the villain in the book is the one who doesn't respect girls' boundaries, which yeah. I think is really interesting because, like, it's such a sex-positive book, and they're doing so many tropes. Like, I mean, they're yeah. they're begging. They're, like, you know, being like, oh, my God, stop. There's, like, right? like cuckolding. There's, yeah, there's teasing. Like tons there's tons of shit that, like, you know, that is kind of out there for a lot of people yeah. or just, like, in general. Like, I don't know if I would fucking type up on, you know, Pornhub, like, public that type displays. Of thing, you or, know what I mean? Like, yeah. But reading it was so, like, consensual and so sexy and then it made you like really not like the bad guy because like he didn't like women like to be sexually liberated. Yeah, and like experiencing pleasure. Like he didn't like that, right? Yeah. So like I think that was, you know, kind of made him so obviously the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um and that had and that's kind of the plot of the story, to be honest, because it is pretty well all smut with plot. Yes. Um, and the plot is actually quite interesting. Like I think Catherine Moon did such a good job with this book. We love Catherine, Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Moon. Um, any book that she comes out with, I will be reading. I'm pretty sure she has quite a few that I obviously haven't read yet. Yeah. But I am so interested to read anything and everything she's put out. I loved how she wrote these characters. Me too. I yeah. liked her writing style. I liked the character development. I liked the sex scenes. I liked the way that, like you just said, I love, and I never thought of it like this, how sex positive the book was. Yeah. That the bad guy was someone who just didn't believe in sex positivity and like believed in degrading women and not in a consensual way. Being like, you like to fuck? To jail. (laughs) To jail. (laughs) How dare you? He actually had his own kind of like brothel, but it was more of like a... A, a spooky whorehouse. Yeah, and it In wasn't bad kind. It didn't seem like the consensual kind, but they never spoke of if it was or wasn't. But All I the way know that he talks about women, say, right? Like he like goes out of his way to make sure that like he can break the spirit of the women who enjoy having sex. So like. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go into too big of a detail. Like, I wouldn't say that this book is extremely triggering. I think it's more of, like, because it's just so, like, caring and, like, you know, it's revolving more around, like, that kind of positive, passionate, like, sex. It's not like you're, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so worried what's going to happen. She's going to, like, get fucking taken and, you know, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. It's more or less, like, this is the bad guy. This is why. And, like, you know, which... Brings us up onto, if we want to talk more about the plot, when the house, Rooksgrave Manor, shush. I think. Not yet? I think not yet. I think we should go back and talk about our favorite sex scenes. Oh, and yeah. then we'll go back to Just the plot. Carried away in the plot. <laughs> yes. It's just, there's so many things to talk about in I this book. I love this book. book. I could talk about it all day. Yeah. And I could go back and forth and back and forth like I don't really follow a strict there's so much a to z it's a to c to b to d to z to e <laughs> that's how I talk to x m y l p okay so back to um, our favorite sex scene tell me yours I want tell to me know everything 
Okay, my favorite sex scene is exactly chapter 26. I would say the page, but I don't know. Um, and this is my favorite sex scene for so many reasons. First of all, we get to see Amon's character development. <laughs> what did you just do? Did you punch it? Yeah, a little bit. Don't worry about it. Okay. First of all, we get to see Amon's character development for the first time. Um, Amon is a very uh, selfish guy. Possessive. Possessive, yes. And he kind of mentions seeing Esther as like almost like his property. And she's like, I'm putting you in your place. And she's like, ba-ba, you know? So um, she puts him in his place and it's great. And then once he's in his place, he's then like, well, I don't want you fucking all these different guys. Like, I want it to just be me. And she's like, no, these guys come first. And like, if you want to be in that roster of people who come first to me, you can join that roster or you can fuck off. Yeah. But I would love to love you. So after that conversation, he's like, fine. So in this chapter, he invites all the guys and Esther over to one of his many mansions. And he's like, I'm going to throw a dinner. And I want to get to know you all. And they have their first kind of civil interaction with each other. Because yeah. Hugh was like bashing through the door. being He like, was like kicking in doors. Yeah. Boosh. Give me my woman. Yeah, like full Kool-Aid man. <laughs> like, yeah. like boosh being like, there's other men in your life. And she's like, this is a brothel, This is buddy. a brothel, bro. <laughs> like, get it together. She said, you're paying for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah but he's he's like you're you're my star like he, he is honestly so... though he wanted to get with her at the manor yeah and then, then to her bring off. her like basically woo her into being his like wife and yeah. his like queen and taking her back because he's from egypt of course because he's a sphinx and bring her back to egypt to like live as his like queen consort right yeah so i mean that was his initial what he wanted to do, whereas Esther was like, I'd be wanted to fuck. Like, and at one point, um, Auguste talked about kind of the hierarchy of the men because they are they are monsters. Well, they do and they follow have a, a hierarchy. Kind of society. Yes. Yeah. And um, Amon was at the top of the hierarchy because of the monster he is. Yeah. So very powerful. Yeah. So for them, it was like. <laughs> for esther to love him she needed him to show respect to the men because they did see him as someone higher up than them yeah yeah and she was like you need to respect my men the way you respect me so in this chapter we finally see him letting loose and accepting um the men and her and what she wants from the group. And um, so he invites them all over. They have a nice dinner. They actually all talk and they have a good time. And then he lays her down on an altar. And he says, it's time for dessert. And they all spend like an entire two chapters massaging her with oil, worshiping her. They each, she has her head her two arms and her two legs they each have a, a limb and they're just massaging oil on her and like telling her how beautiful she is and like they each have a little nickname for her and they're calling her that nickname and she's just like in heaven and then Amon starts directing them on how to fuck her creative director we love to see <laughs> it so he uses that hierarchy power to kind of boss them around in like a safe space yeah 
You know what I yeah. mean? It, it's like very yeah. Oh my god, that is such a good scene because that yeah. I think is the first time that they all have you know a little sexy sexy time all together they're all having sex together yes and um i think you mentioned one time when we talked about it you know a little while ago um, <laughs> that uh he actually <clears throat> oh fuck what was i gonna say wow what that he left. like claims her at the end Yes. yes. How he's like, I want to watch all of them fuck you. Right. And then I'm going to like, what did he say? Like, make you. Like, I'm going to claim. He literally said claim you, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So. He's like, I want to watch how they all please you. Yeah. And then do it better. Yeah. And like, he wanted to see. We love a confident king. <laughs> we do. And we, he wanted to see like what she kind of saw in them, I think. Yeah, I think like, so too. And he just wanted to see her being pleased. Yeah. And then he has a special member that we find out about like a few chapters ago. But basically his dick has a hook. So when he says claim, he means claim. Like hook, line, and sinker hook, for line, real. and sinker. <laughs> Sink in Sink her. her. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. We're so clever. We're so sexy <laughs> and smart and funny. I love us. <laughs> uh, so that's your favorite sex scene, yes? Uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. It is a good one. It's kind of like the... That's right before all the shit goes down in the book as well. So that's kind yes. of our last... Big, like, beautiful... Big, everything's <laughs> amazing. Wow, look at us all together. And then the plot goes... Can we insert that TikTok? We're happy and in love, right? So what's this? We're happy and in love? What's this? That was that book. Literally, I thought the exact same thing. Okay, can we pause? I gotta pee really bad. (laughs) Sorry. Majority of... No, isn't that the outside of your gooch? Oh, are you talking about the... Who say lips? (laughs) Okay, the outer lips or the inner lips? That's the majora, the I outside. I guess the inside ones. Yeah. The inside flappy bits or the menorah. <laughs> okay, fine. I believe. My charcuterie board. My, my little... Loose. <laughs> the ham? My ham. Oh, we're... Okay, hold on. You call it your ham. Did you record all of that? No, it's called my meats. What does it look like? Salami or does it look like ham? It's a good question. I'll find out later. Like, what do you mean? Like, is it light or is it dark? Is, is it dark is? and splotchy like salami? <laughs> you don't need to know that information. That's between me and my gynecologist. <laughs> well, well, if you put it that way, obviously it's ham, you bitch. <laughs> it's a little bit, that's whitewashing my cooch. <laughs> <laughs> salami is not anyone's cooch. No one should you be. You don't know that. Cooch shame people. <laughs> <Okay>. Don't cooch <laughs> shame me. Don't salami cooch shame me. You got a salami coochie. I'm sorry. Okay, so my favorite scene was honestly I gotta go with, um, and this seems to be a trend for me now in books, <laughs> is you know exhibitionalism. Ooh. I learned a new word. And um, so, <laughs> oh my God. So she goes out of town. Yes. They go to London. They go to London. This is also, you know, based in the UK. 
Yeah. Clearly. And um, so... Uh, <laughs> and uh, they... Doctor... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Underwood. And August. August. Yeah. They See? take Esther to a little show. A little show. Let's go to the theater. That's what they say to her. And then um, she's like, oh, I'm intrigued. I want to know. And he goes, yeah, you want to know more of our kind? You want to see more of our people? Like, we got a fucking place for you. So they go to London and they go to this cool little hip underground, like, um, theater. theater. I was going to say speakeasy, but, like, it's definitely more of a theater. <laughs> it's and, a mixture, um, I'd say, because it is underground. Like, it is kind of secret. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's kind of, you know, it's exclusive. It's a speakeasy theater. But anyway, so she goes. She's dressed so nice. She's got the corset boobs up to her neck. She's looking good, uh, feeling good. She goes with her two mans, and they basically go to like a sex show, basically, right? Uh, and definitely. No, I'm like that. I don't know if they call it something else. Well, I think it was just like they called it like a. It was a sex theatrical event. So a sex show. <laughs> well, yeah, I've right? been to a sex show. It's very much just like people yeah, like, fucking. Like yeah. this was a show. Yeah, 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 definitely. It was, yeah. So let me get Have you been to a sex part. show before? No. Have you? Okay, yeah. Like I've seen, like I've been to a sex exhibition where they like have live sex. It's cool. I get such bad secondhand embarrassment, though. That's my problem. We were, it was, I think we made the guy go soft. This is a story for another time. We'll, I'll tell you the story on our Patreon. Very sorry for this man, but um, talk about your exhibitionalism. Well, moving on. <laughs> anyway, so they take her to this show. And they're, like, in a, their own little private, like, balcony. You know, it's, like, very sexy, whatever. And they're basically watching this show. But anyways, blah, blah, blah. The show goes on. We'll talk about that in a minute. My favorite sex scene is when they're like, amateur night. <laughs> and you're going to go up on stage and you're going to be fucked in front of all these other monsters. And they're ladies. So. And they're sorry. ladies. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. No? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so. And also a point is in this book, in this book. And I wonder if it's going to change a little bit in later on books. Pretty much all the women are human yeah. and all the men are these monsters. So I wonder if that's like going to like switch up a little bit within the series because I do believe it's like a multiple book series. I know the second book is coming the out. second book, I think there is something about her maybe not monster but the way that the description is for book two, it says she has a secret of some sort so i'm wondering anyways back to my favorite <laughs> so let me just cut you off one more fucking time <laughs> i'm not it's okay i find it hilarious so <laughs> i find it so funny that you don't care about my opinion i do care about your opinion no i'm saying that about me about you okay <laughs> um, so so anyways it's amateur night he goes listen i got this new gadget that i invented I want to try it out on you and in front of all these people. It's going to be fantastic. It's right. going to be fun. Basically, it's like electricity. It's like shocking her, right? So, like, he straps her to a chair and he's like, act a little, you know, like, oh, 
damsel in distress. I just want to like have sex. Why are you zapping me? Whatever. (laughs) So, and it's super cute because like you were saying about the whole consent thing, like the whole time he's like, all right, bitch, time to shock your nipples. She's like, he he goes like, you okay? Yeah. (laughs) Is this good? He leans in and he's like, you can tell me when to stop. Like, yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah. So I like, love that. Twice. He shocks each of her nipples. Then he shocks her cooter. And like, I love a little bit of electricity. I was like, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-mm. Could not, would not. Too no, scary. See, that's what I'm saying. No, because now when I get my laser, I'm like, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Pump that shit. When I get my laser, I'm like numbing cream. That's it. Put more. Not me. <laughs> turn it up. The, literally, Ooh. my last time, the lady was like, okay, so like, we're going to like crank the voltage. I'm like, yeah, you are. <laughs> turn that bitch up. I thought my asshole was bleeding the last time I got laser. No, that's the best part. You butt. You're wild. You are wild. Just call me Esther. Okay. <laughs> Dave? <laughs> right? I'm like, I got to look into this. Anyway, so then, then after he shocks her cooter, makes her come with electricity. Wow. Look at that. So um, inventive. Um, he basically is like, okay, like now let's have like sex. So basically she gets off and she'd be fucking the monster, right? Well, she's fucking Dr. Underwood. Underwood. And then he ends up transforming, and she's doing the reverse cowgirl again. He transforms into Mr. Tanner, and she's like, I just want to see you, like, spin a bitch around. <laughs> like, I want to see you while fucking you, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, she's saying all this shit, like, I love fucking my monster. Oh, no, 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 basically. And the audience is, over. like, going wild. audience is, like, like, you know, like, they're going <laughs> hard because, like, that's – such a huge trope in that society that Catherine Moon like wrote about with the gentleman's society is that like they have such a hard time finding somebody who accepts them as who they are and what they are and the fact that she's fucking Mr. Tanner as his monster form and like loving it right it's a huge turn on for everybody and I just I don't know I love that I love a praise king too so um keep going though because he that was it no, no, but you didn't get to the part where he turns her around for the first time. Because I cut you off by saying the audience was oh. going wild. Yeah, because that was the first time yeah. that she saw him. Yeah. So he turns her around and then she finally sees him and she like tells him there for the first time. He's super nervous, obviously. But she tells him there on stage like, like I accept you as you are. Like your soul. You're still my my beast you know what i mean my gentleman yeah and she like brings him in for a kiss even though he has like this big gnarly mouth and she sucks on his she she can't even kiss him she sucks on his lip that's true because his mouth is too fucking big because he's a troll that's my favorite sex scene (laughs) and i get it like that the theater was one of my favorites but mostly because we got to experience so many different monsters tentacles 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 so we got we got a werebear which is a werewolf but a bear um we got the it's not a kraken we figured out what the name was but i already forgot but it's some like it's it's, a japanese it yeah yeah and it's it's like a logical creature it's basically just tentacles like it's not a squid it's not anything like that it's just like a bowl of tentacles that kind of will their way around so the tentacles have brains yeah, of their own and 
each show was like something different. There was one show where it was like a bunch of girls blindfolded and like pinned up. The best part about this book is that any kink you could imagine is portrayed in this book. There's degradation, there's public displays or exhibitionism. There's um, there's like one-on-one sex, but there's also like group sex. There's man-on-man. Dr. Underwood and a goose are actually basically a couple. I think they're like very seriously friends with benefits. Like, they're really good friends, yeah, but then they yeah. fuck sometimes. Yeah. But also, like, I guess they're not a couple, but I almost see them as a couple because they're they like bickered. They're old married couple. Like, it's yes. Cute. Yes. Yeah. Like, they bickered. And also, the first time that Auguste went to meet um, Esther, Esther uh, Dr. Underwood bought a dress for her because he knew Auguste would love it. Yes. Yeah, and so, so he sent a dress to <laughs> Esther and she wore it for her date with Auguste without knowing that, like, they were kind of a thing. Yeah, no, she doesn't find out till like, way later in the book. Yeah. It's when they, about halfway I think the at book. the theater, isn't it? Oh, no, 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 no you're right. No, it's no, before. No. It's before. She walked on in there. And they were like, ooh. And there was a dick in the book. And she was like, and she's like, I'm going to join this. <laughs> yeah, right? She was like, do I like that? She's like, wait I a like second. <laughs> yeah, no, I love, honestly, it's such a good book. And, and there's fuck. there's a lot of exhibitionism <laughs> in this book because there's, in the beginning, there's that girl who has the werewolf monster and they literally fuck on the front lawn in like chapter two. Yeah, Esther. And then that's when Esther was like riding her pillow. Yes. Poking she wa- she do be fucking furniture. That's in, oh, you should read the reviews. Okay. Wait, let's talk about the plot oh, first. Oh, you talk about the plot because okay. you love this okay, okay, part. Okay. So, after Rose's favorite scene where they be massaging her and be all fucking her, right? Um, Auguste has to sleep in like an underground kind of catacombs almost vibe, right? Yeah. Because he's a, um, a vampire. Yeah. So, Eamon like offers for him to stay there and he's like, no, I think I'm going to go back to Rook's grave because they have like a whole labyrinth underneath for that have rooms for the vampires that come and see people yeah or see the girls and so he goes back and then the next morning everything's all like fine and dandy everyone's happy they're gonna go like (coughs) oh I guess they spend the day together and then at night they're gonna go see him right yeah so they're heading over I guess around like sunset or whatever to back to the house and they see and smell smoke and like you know, they started losing their fucking mind. This is where plot twist. We meet the bad guy at the theater. We do meet the bad guy at the theater. I forgot to mention that. Very quickly. He'd be staring her down, being like, yeah. And then the. That bitch needs to die. Yes. And a goose and Mr. or Dr. Underwood see him and they're like, we got to go now. So that was that scene. No, because she tells them. Right. Who was that? Right. What kind of monster was that guy? Right. And they're like, Who? Yeah. And she's like, this one, the one that looked like this or whatever. And they're like, turn around. Run up. Up. <laughs> Run them up. Move them out. <laughs> Time to get out of here. Okay, now we're at the part. So that is also at that point, just another quick um, important thing is when after that theater and they are like, okay, we got to go. This guy's dangerous. That's when we learn about him, the bad guy, Bersha. 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 And they're like, oh no, like we don't want to fuck with this person, whatever, whatever. We need to get back to Eamon's place or the the manor because it has wards against these kind of people and blah, 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 right? Which at one point he does break into the 
we're, throughout the story, we're learning that, like, the wards might be, like, wearing off or there's some cracks in it. Yeah. Because there is a situation with Booker and Esther where, like, Booker tries to fucking kill her. You don't remember that? And then they had to, because he, like. That's what happened. Yeah. And then because Bersha, like, possesses him. Oh, my him, God. Yes. And then yes. Magdalena. Because his soul threads are, like, loose yes. because he's falling in love with Esther. Well, and he's a fucking rock. Yes. So she's like, okay, we need to, like. So then they, Magdalena connects Esther. Because she's like, he needs a stronger bond or something. Yeah. Like, he needs someone to be connected to on, like, a soul level. Um, And I think that's where he becomes, like, able to, like. I don't know, have sex with her or something. I can't remember. But, or like have like real feelings or something. Yeah. So, so Bersha's been fucking with them. Like from early, like mid of the book, kind of a little bit before, whatever. One third of the way through. And then, so they're already like, okay, like shit, like we gotta watch our backs and like whatever, whatever. And then they're getting back to the house and the house is on fucking fire. People are like losing their mind. They're running around. They're screaming. They're like, like freaking out. And then I can't remember who tells Esther or how she figures it out. But she's like, holy shit. Auguste is stuck in the basement. He's trapped there. I think one of the girls was freaking out because her vampire was in there. And then that's when she was like, holy shit. Yeah. So it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) so she's like trying to get in they're like you can't go she's crying this is where i was like holy shit like whoa why are we taking a turn we are all what what's this we're happy and in love what's What's this this? so like i was stressed um basically then they're like finally after they get the fire under control but a lot of stuff has collapsed and they're like oh my god we have to get into the basement to try and find a goose make sure he's okay they're like, okay, fine, Esther, you can come this one time, but you cannot get out of our sight because the basement's a fucking labyrinth. We don't want to lose you, right? There's planks falling and shit everywhere. Yeah, it's dangerous. So they go in, and then she hears a goose calling her name. Bitch takes off because you can't be a female character in a book unless you do something fucking stupid. But like, <laughs> so she takes off. She's like, I gotta go find him. So she goes and finds him. Boom door closes he's tied up who's there bersha bersha son he's of a like, gun i survive off of vampire hearts you can watch me carve out your man's fucking heart and, and just eat it delicious that's how he like lives forever yeah yeah boys fucked so fucked and then who saves the day Ezra. Our invisible man. He's got invisible dick and really great sex talk. Uh, got a big nose <laughs> and a big dick and a beard. And sometimes we see him and sometimes he's invisible, but he's got a big dick. <laughs> and that's where I want Ezra. <laughs> no, but anyway, so Ezra shows up and this demon is like, I'm gonna fuck you until you you know, uh, until I break you and rah, yeah. rah, and she's like, oh my God, hot. Like, I love that. And that's how she's distracting him, right? Because she feels like Ezra kind of like touch her shoulder <laughs> yeah, and she Ezra comes obviously up. knows it's him. Yeah. And, and basically he uses her hand, grabs a fucking knife that's in a heart on and the table. pulls it up. Bam! Now, he doesn't actually die. He ends up backing away and like 
misting away. Yeah. And they save a goose. He was kind of like, I'll be back. Yeah, he's like, you can't get away from me, ho. Yeah. He's like, I will ruin your life. Yep. 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 And And then they save Ezra. Or sorry, Ezra. (laughs) They save a goose. Um, And then all of a sudden they're like, going outside but the fire's been going on for like two days so at this point it's daytime it's not nighttime anymore and they're like (gasps) we can't stay here the house is crumbling what do we do it's sunny outside so they like they have a jacket and they're like trying to protect him from the sun but if he touches the sun he's gonna disintegrate like they already lost one of the vampires or two of the vampires and a girl in the basement who's trying to save her man's like tragic yeah it was really sad um and then um all of a sudden, Amon's like, wait a, wait a second. Like, oh, light bulb. <laughs> Why don't I just fucking make you able to stand the sun? He said, actually, I'm an all-powerful magical creature. <gasps> well, and then earlier in the book, he allows Ezra to be able to kind of control his invisibility. Yes, right. So I, had, that's what we I think it was Magdalena. I'm pretty sure Magdalena fucks with this curse. Respectfully disagree with you on that one. I guess. Oh no, we have to reread the book. Alrighty. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Magdalena. (laughs) You fucking lying bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree with you. Okay. Now that I think about it, I think you're right. Okay, so yeah, Magdalena lifts the fucking curse for Ezra, and then Amon lifts the curse for. Well, I guess it's not a curse. All vampires can't be in he the daylight. He just allows him, grants him that extra power of being able to be out in the sunlight. And with that, he says, "Well, now that you can be in the sunlight, let's all go to Egypt, right?" And they're like, mm. oh, but "Okay." At this point, because he did mention that to Esther. In the be- like, like way in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. being like, I want you to come to Egypt and blah blah. And she's like, Not without my men. Mm-hmm. And then after all this shit went down, oh, and she also was like, I love living here. Like, I love this manor. I love its right. safe space, like this and that. So now the manor's gone. Now the manor's gone. And so they're like, Oh, wait, well, at least temporarily, I think that we should relocate to Egypt and like all be together and like la 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 la. And figure out this stuff with Bersha because Bersha's not dead and gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does kind true. of leave on half a cliffhanger and half a happy ending. Yeah, definitely. Of them all just like, like, the, I think the last page is them all drinking coffee together on like the balcony of their mansion, basically, so in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. And all cuddling on the couch. I love this book. Me too. There's just such a good relationship between the five of them that develops throughout the book there may be not much plot but a lot of character development and a lot of sex yeah and i mean we barely even got to talk about ezra sex or booker sex and we got so far into the podcast that's true ezra is invisible so she likes to watch herself get fucked yeah so set up a mirror and then he fucks her and she's like damn i look i love a mirror I love a mirror. Mirrors are helpful, for sure. I just like to watch myself. I'm sexy. I just think it's very, like, <laughs> it's almost like watching a porn that you're in. Yeah, starring <laughs> me. me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, okay. <clears throat> what do other people think about this book? How about we look into a few little reviews? I'm going to put my glasses on because I am blind. Okay. Me <clears throat> I'm just, I, I didn't want to, I was, I've seen enough. 
So I took off my glasses. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so this review just made me fucking laugh. <clears throat> so this is in Reddit R Romance Books. Um, having trouble with a lady of Brooksgrave Manor. I don't think this is any kind of spoiler. Blah, blah, blah. I should absolutely love it. But I can't get over the fact that the female main character keeps getting horny and rubbing herself against any inanimate object within reach. If an author were to describe a man so horny he starts dry humping a bed, very few people would be into that. Humping furniture isn't sexy in my opinion, and every time I read it, I don't know whether to laugh or stop reading. Um, does it get any better? Is any furniture safe around her? <laughs> I love a good couch <laughs> moment. Listen, she's just getting into the closest physical contact she can get into. You're she, telling me you haven't looked at a couch and gone, smash. Smash. <laughs> Kate, yes. The other thing, though, is that, like, we're reverting back to a time where they didn't have toys. Yeah. You get true. bored of your hand. Yeah. Ride the corner of a bed. I would. I I have. <laughs> Iconic, yo, hot girls fuck furniture. Girls who girl, girlin'. Girls who gorn, or girls who. What is it? Okay, wait. Girls who girl, girl. Girls who girlin', gorn't. Girls who get it, get it. The girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, gorn't. Don't gorn't. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so for any men listening to the <laughs> podcast, um, girls fuck furniture. Uh, clearly a man wrote this comment. No furniture is safe around <laughs> The thing is, I, I think go to people's houses and I'm like, <laughs> that cash <laughs> right there. Is that why people love going to Ikea? Yes. Oh my god. All the fuckable 100%. furniture. 100%. I could spend an hour there just being like, <laughs> <laughs> I get so horny leaving Ikea. I have to get that ice cream on the way out just so I can lick something. <laughs> uh, Me yeah, walking around balls. Ikea uh. with my ice cream like, fuck yes. I'll be like, damn. Damn. Even that beanbag chair looking a little spicy. You put all that on for me? All that's on display for me? I love this. Uh, that's so- <laughs> Ikea knows what they're doing. Yeah, we're on to you. With your rock hard furniture. <laughs> yeah, literally. And it's so hard. It, they know. They know. They read this book and they're like, noted. <laughs> they wrote this book. Hot girls fuck furniture. They're like, but they couldn't put that in there. They probably have it in like Swedish summer. <gasps> and we just wild. don't know it. If you rearrange all the words <laughs> that make Right? Up, like I'm like, yeah, 100%. I need my investigators on this ASAP. Me too. We need some Swedish bodies up in here. <laughs> translating what the fuck this bed means does it mean like <laughs> rock hard cock <laughs> fuck me daddy <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> girls who girlin corn <laughs> so this one okay was by dancing marshmallow work <laughs> she commented or he they commented on that post and they said I just read this and thought it was a lot of fun, but literally everything in it is ridiculous and over the top. Nothing makes logical or anatomical sense. 
or historical sense. And I found that delightful. This book just ain't given a damn. It's just here to be horny in historical cosplay. And I absolutely agree. Could you imagine reading a book and being like, they're having sex on a terrace? Terraces have not been created until 200 years later. This is not historically accurate. I cannot write porn unless it is historically accurate. Everything makes sense. I need my characters to have background, parents, friends. This needs to be 1,400 books like, before they have the sex. Top. Everything's over the top. It's monster smut. But that's what they like about it. No, they're I like, know. Like, if, if the you comment were, had me worried, and then uh, they're yeah, like, right? and it's perfect. I'm like, ugh. Oh, the girls who get it, get it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the thing is, don't go into a smut book expecting more than smut. It's true. I see so many comments of people being like, this book just didn't make any sense. The plot didn't wrap. Why are you reading? Why are you reading it for plot? That's like the same people who are like, oh, no, I watch porn for the plot. Yeah. Sure I want to know if that plumber fixes the sink. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm here for. Like, did the stepdad come home? <laughs> did, did the milk write that email? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Did the teacher finish detention? <laughs> like oh i'm God. simply not here for the plot i don't yeah, right. give a damn however the plot is nice it's I a like nice little twist i actually think it's like well done for like how much of an afterthought it is and i'm not saying Captain yes. moon i had it as afterthought because the build-up was quite nice to the twist at the end and like whatever she like threw in lots of little things the plot was the orgasm yes wow yeah that's beautiful. Yeah. She is so artistic. She Moon, really <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah, she commented on my uh, TikTok. Love you. <laughs> yeah. We need to make some more TikToks and try to get her attention because I truly love her. Me too. She's an icon living. Icon. I got amongst men. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I'll tell you later. So, <laughs> do you have any more reviews? I do. This right. one is exactly us. All right. Okay. No thoughts. Head empty. Just vibes and monster dick <laughs> but they only gave it a four star that's weird what a bitch why are you gonna what why are you gonna give such a raving review head empty just monster i dick. after i read any book i'm like so blinded by the story i'm like five stars right five stars and the best part is it's on dave's amazon <laughs> so dave's like five stars for rook's great five stars for crack what? I love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Dave loves this book. <laughs> now, this person put like an actual fucking review, but I only screenshotted half of it. Okay, that's fine. Um, and I only care about this one part. Okay. So my only complaint is Esther isn't surprised about monsters existing. Mm. Nothing phases her, but no reaction. A little more world building would have made a big difference. A bit of world building as to why monsters exist, perhaps. Um, if you dig through all the lust-infused muck, you'll what? find a heart of emotion. Muck? Muck? You were reading this book for more than the muck of <laughs> lust-filled? Muck is such a... A rude, gross word. I wouldn't even... Oh, wow. Could you imagine reading smut and then writing a lengthy review and then calling the smut muck 
I feel like this is the type of person that like if their like partner is like trying to like you know get on to them they're like don't bother me with your muck <laughs> I have church things to do today I have bible study I just feel like that comment is from someone who thought that this book like had no idea this book was no. smart like That's they thought the that this was we, a book to be a book we went into this book very aware that it was like the smuttiest smut we well you found this book and then told me about it and when you told me about it you said porn in writing with monsters because i wanted yes. to start getting into monsters because you've diddly daddlyed in the little monster realm before well and i was still <laughs> in the like vampire werewolf you know like the typical yeah. kind of things right? and i've been dibbly dabbling in the tentacle stuff for years <laughs> Tentacles. Yeah. Which one? Well, just hentai in general. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> we're counting hentai. <laughs> then me too. <laughs> but, but like. Oh, so now we're talking about But I hentai. thought you were talking about reading. Or do you mean reading? N- well, I read like manga. I don't just watch it. I read wow. it too. I'm really proud of you. That's really I cool. actually started like I before. I so overwhelmed. Before I really got into like watching porn and stuff, I was reading like pornographic like, comics. That's like iconic. Thank you. There's That's what I want to do for my future show. My favorite like, one. Okay. My favorite one was. You're 13 now? There's a smut book. <laughs> Here's a smut book. <laughs> my favorite one was literally a lesbian one. And I. Of course. Why would it be anything else? And that just, you know, like, that's where everyone needs to start. <laughs> everyone needs to start with lesbian smut. Oh, yeah. But it was romantic. And it of was course. so much better Listen, than anything else. I suggest to everybody that if you're trying to spice up your sex life, your sex life, maybe things have gotten a little stale with you and your partner, <laughs> and you want to, you know, like, reignite that fire... Oh. Oh. Read a. Fi- I can't tell you the amount of times I was reading Rook's Grave, right? And I messaged my man and I go, Hey, you want to fuck with me when you get home? <laughs> and he's like, Are you reading your monster porn? And I'm like, How'd you know? <laughs> but like multiple times. Like I can't even tell you, like, like he would come home and I'd be like, Get in the shower. <laughs> it's time. Clean up. Let's go. Like, at, like, yeah. I've been waiting all day. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, I've been reading and vibing. <laughs> I would um, reread chapters. Me if too. I knew something was about to go down, I'd be like, "Hold up, this got to be fresh in my head right now." Yeah, yeah. Oh um, God, specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. chapter twenty-six. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously, 26. it gets me going. I want to ask my friend who I just told to start reading it. Like she's like cracking jokes and whatever about it. I'm like, okay, but are you horny? Like I need to know. Yeah. Am I weird? I know I am, but are, am I like, is this a unique occurrence or does everyone get horny reading this? I'm pretty sure everyone does. I think everyone gets horny reading that. How could you not? Were you just sitting there and you're having, there's no pussy throbbing going on? (laughs) Like you're not sitting there being like, wow, this bed feels a little, (laughs) it's looking a little hot and sexy. Yeah. (laughs) That corner on that mattress is looking mighty tasty. (laughs) Yeah. That was me. I'd be like, let me just sit on a pillow. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm um, joking. Okay, but pillow grinding is, you know, like sometimes it that just... That was like my life for a long time. I Listen, anyone this who says therapy, differently... but let me open up about my <laughs> sexual awakenings. Listen, 
you're lying if you d- haven't done some weird shit. I drew a face on my pillow when I was a kid because I'd be like <laughs> macking out with my pillow. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and I'm so lucky because my mom found it and she like threw the pillow in the garbage, which first of all, that was my first fucking boyfriend mom. And if you're watching <laughs> this, I'm pissed. But then <laughs> I, Not I, the I first still boyfriend. think about that fucking pillow. But <laughs> My first love. <laughs> when, no, there's more girl I could get into it but that's a therapy session (laughs) I was when I was drawing the happy face I actually almost drew like a penis and I didn't thank god I didn't because you imagine my mom finding a pillow with a fucking penis on it that's terrifying yeah I still think how embarrassing that would have been dodged a bullet yeah absolutely you did anyways this seems to be (laughs) wrapping it up for ladies I'm just thinking like how scary that would be oh um what would you rate this book Give this me, is give me out of five for plot, plot. characters, yes. and smut. For characters, I'm giving it a four point okay. five. Okay. Fuck it, it's a five out of five. <laughs> I love the characters. Um, plot, three point five. Yeah. I, I did enjoy same. it. It's just that like I'm not reading it for it's not like a court of thorns and roses where I'm like looking for crazy twists and like yeah. focusing on the plot like and the sex is an afterthought. I'm yeah. reading it for the smut. It didn't need to be it was a 5 in terms of like what I was expecting it to be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And what right. I needed it to be. Yeah. Cuz you don't want to just read back to back smut like you want there to be at least how did she get to that point yeah like you know yeah and you want character development and stuff so in that sense for what it is it's a fucking five if you're reading it just because you want a book to read like a 3.5 you know what i mean am i making sense for the smut what would you give it a literal 10 out of 5 this book gets me going every fucking time i could open this book on any page and get horny I think about this book all the time. Every day. I'll be like, be feeling a little like tingly and I'll be like, let me just imagine a little scene up in the brain. I, I, you see me zoning out? That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, Ezra? (laughs) Booker? (laughs) August? There's, listen, there's, there's five guys. Dr. Underwood? Five, technically six men, if we're counting the doctor being two men. Yeah. There's six men. There is something for everyone. There's five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So there is something for everyone. And you are lying if you can look me in the <laughs> face and tell me that at least one sex scene didn't get you off. We love no, you, you are, you are <laughs> masturbating the whole time. And if you weren't, you were thinking about it because you were in public and you couldn't do it right you then and there. You finished a chapter and you went out on Twitter and swiped to try and get a dick appointment. Twitter? No, I said Tinder. Oh, I heard Twitter. I was like, I might have said Twitter. To be honest, looking for dick appointments on Twitter. Sometimes not the place (laughs) to look. Maybe. Don't king shame me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. I think that wraps it up. I think so. I could talk about this book for hours. Me too. But we will be back with. We have lots of ideas. Oh my god. We've got so much shit. 
We've read so much and there's so oh, much yeah. to read and that like, yeah. Um, so we're actually going to do two Patreon exclusive episodes. I'm going to have Michelle open up her birthday present. Um, and then we are going to talk about a mini book that we read called Stalked by the Kraken. And those will be Patreon exclusives. So uh, if you'd like to sign up for our Patreon, uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash mood literature. Yep. And with that being said... To victory! To valor. If you can't come in her, come on her. <laughs> <laughs>